The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. By tomorrow, I will rule the world! You think he's gone? He's not gone. That's the whole point. He's never gone. Is this some radical new therapy? You see? Hey, I well, I must have been paying attention when you were just talking to me. Alrighty. Let's get this show in the road, shall we? Oh, we're not going to make the entire audience do the baba bars? Yeah, we should make the whole audience do the right? baba bars. That's what I think. The biggest audience we've had in the studio. While we're waiting. Can someone bring me my phone up? Is that possible? Got to share this on my page. But I expect the Baba Bars out of everybody tonight. Yeah. Or, or you have to kick them all out. Right. Everybody has to leave otherwise. Yeah. We're just waiting for everybody to come in now. Yeah. We want everybody in. Well, I got no signal on my phone. That's awesome. Everybody, ba ba ba, ba 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 ba. Oh, you guys are all fine. All fine. of you. Fine. Hey, all right. Welcome to the Paying Attention Podcast. Hi, atop two guys smoke shop at the Studio Twenty One. Podcast Cafe, we've got a great show for you this week. Normally I do my show on Tuesdays in the afternoon, nobody's around, I get five people watching, hopefully we've got a lot of people tonight, it's a Friday night. We've got a comedy telethon for you guys tonight, and we've got five, four, Chris, four, four or five? Five if we include Eric. Eric, Eric five, four or five? five? Five. We have five great comedians for you guys tonight, and they're going to be, uh, be up here shilling for our scholarship winners. And we've got eight kids, seven scholarships we're giving out next uh, Friday. No, two weeks from tonight, April 8th, is our Valley Patriot 18th anniversary bash. And so, oh, well, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So we, we've already raised about $20,000 for our scholarships in the last four weeks. And that's just from going on Facebook and asking people for money. So we're hoping that tonight we can raise a little bit more for each of the scholarships. If you look while the comedians are performing, you see the Venmo uh, thing down at the bottom if you want to use your phone. Um, and if you want to use uh, the, the, just the Venmo numbers are up. And the, I think the PayPal number or the Cash App numbers are also up there. So uh, you don't need to hear any more from me. You guys hear from me way too much as far as I'm concerned. I'm way overexposed as it is. Uh, so let me uh, introduce great comedian. We met him at Salvatore's when I was judging a comedy night. And I liked him so much, I asked him to do my bash in 2020, and then COVID hysteria hit, and there was no bash. So we're going to use him this year, and he's going to MC the night. So Eric Spagnoli, why don't you come on up? Everybody give him a round of applause. All right, I'm just going to hand it off over to you, brother. I'm going to use that one. Yeah, you got it. It's all you. 
Well, thank you, everybody, for being here tonight. It's a great event for a great cause. Let's give a round of applause to Tom for putting this whole thing together, huh? Uh, as Tom mentioned, when I first met him, he was judging a comedy contest that I had entered. And uh, I went on stage in a suit. And uh, after the show, he told me, you know, I almost immediately disqualified you because of that suit. Uh, which is kind of ironic considering that Tom dresses like a lesbian at Home Depot every day. <laughs> uh, and uh, for those of you who don't know, I used to write for the Valley Patriot, and I even appeared on a couple episodes of the Paying Attention podcast. And uh, Tom used to tell me that some of his female listeners would ask about me. But uh, unfortunately, I'm only into women with more than four teeth in their head. So... <laughs> We're in the valley. I'm trying to relate to the people. Come on. <laughs> I, uh, I also have a girlfriend. Uh, she's a cute little thing sitting right over there. Uh, her name is Peace. Her name is Peace, but there's going to be a war on the car ride home after I get through this bit. So, <laughs> uh, so I think the men in here would agree that we would go to great lengths to impress a girl we like, right? Yeah, this one landed me in the hospital. <laughs> Here's what happened. So when Peace and I first met, she goes, okay, I'm going to ask a question, and we're, go we're both going to respond at the same time. Now, my plan was to be just a second behind and say whatever she said. Okay? So she goes, okay, what's your favorite hobby? One, two, three. Now, I was going to say drinking, <laughs> but uh, she said yoga. So I said yoga. And she invites me to a hot yoga class, which is where you do yoga in a room that's heated to over 100 degrees and pray that the heat stroke kills you before you fart. <laughs> so we go to this class, and at the end, I'm panting, I'm drenched in sweat. I'm getting ready to just tell her I'm gay and run out. <laughs> but she walks over to me. She's like, hey, wasn't that great? You want to do another class? I'm like, yeah, maybe next year. She goes, no, there's another class in five minutes. I can't back out now, right? <laughs> so we do the second class, and 20 minutes in, I collapse. They call an ambulance. I go to the hospital, but uh, it has a happy ending. Uh, to this day, she has to perform sexual favors uh, before she touches any thermostat. So <laughs> is she looking at me? <laughs> Please tell me she's not looking at me, Tom. I love you. <laughs> All right, let's bring up our first comedian of the night. Uh, everybody, please put your hands together for the incredibly talented Mr. James Hamilton. Well, for Eric. How you guys doing? So easy to breathe up here. I just, uh, just came up here from, uh, oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, here we go. Just came up here from uh, Lowell, Mass, where I live, so it's uh, nice to be around you rich folks. Lowell, what a gorgeous city. I love it this time of year because I watch a lot of National Geographic, and uh, I was watching one on Lowell the other night. And they said, this time of year, if you close your eyes late at night, you can actually hear the majestic migration of the stolen Honda Civics making their way to Florida. 
beautiful. I was at a dive bar in Lowell last weekend. Also, there was a bar in Lowell. Like, you know it's a dive bar when there's no mirrors in the bathroom. It's like no one wants to see what rock bottom looks like at 2 p.m. on a fucking Tuesday. Doesn't look great, I'll tell you that much. Well, it's getting warm in Lowell, though. I know, I don't check the weather or anything, but I can just tell because the reggaeton music gets louder. I just open my window every morning. I just listen. So, like, the other day, I just opened it. It was like, I'm like, I do not need a sweater today. It's humid as shit out. Lowell came out with a bike rental service last summer. You can just rent these bikes all around the city for, like, a dollar an hour. I don't think that company did their marketing demographic research. It was out for two weeks. I saw a tooth thrown in the canal behind my place and one on someone's roof tied to a pit bull. <laughs> you guys having a good pandemic? No. Oh yeah, me too. It's tough to get gigs during the pandemic. I had my first big show last month at the PetSmart Hotel. Yeah, I went, I went on first. The headliner was a toy filled with peanut butter. He crushed. I didn't do so well. I tried staying at the PetSmart Hotel because money was pretty tight, and that place is cheap. It's like 30 bucks a night, so I just showed up with my dog. I was like, room for two? They're like, sir, this is a hotel for animals. I'm like, I don't think you know how fucking Groupon works. We're coming in. They asked me to leave. You guys, I'm trying to get rich. I'm trying to do the cryptocurrency. Anyone here do the crypto? NFTs. I don't know even know what those are. But I do the cryptocurrency. I had a bunch on my phone, you know, and I, uh, I was like, it's time to cash out. So I went to the bank and I showed the bank teller. I was like, I want to cash out all my cryptocurrencies. And she's like, sir, those are Domino's reward points. She's like, by the way, how much Domino's do you eat? I'm like, that's none of your business. You're a banker. I eat a lot of Domino's. I'm a piece of shit. Anyone else? Multiple times a week. I never used to until I got the app on my phone. You ever do the Domino's app? It'll ruin your life. Domino's app just texts you out of nowhere. It was passed out 2 a.m. Domino's just texts me. It's like, you up? I'm like, yeah, what's up, Domino's? Like, nothing much. I got $5 off this two-top and medium. You want it, you fat piece of garbage? Like, I'll take it. I'm a piece of shit. You ever eat the cold slice of Domino's the next morning while you're watching three others heat up in the microwave? Just can't wait the 30 seconds to shove it down your face. So I don't want to brag about how well I'm doing, but I, I, uh, I own a Roomba. Yeah, so I'm pretty well off. I'm just kidding. I got on Craigslist. It's a piece of shit. I think someone had sex with it before I bought it. My Roomba's getting smart, though. I was sleeping last night. My Roomba figured out how to open the door to my condo, and she just left me. I haven't seen her in seven days. Like, the floors of my building are spotless, so I know she's around. So I guess I'll keep bragging. I drive a 2013 Honda Fit. Is anyone else super successful? 
I went to buy it. The guy was like, do you want this Prius? I was like, I can't afford that. He's like, do you want something that looks even stupider? I'm like, there's no such thing. He's like, follow me. This is called a Honda Fit. Can't you see yourself in this? I'm like, what is it? My Honda Fit didn't even come with passenger side airbags. It's like, fucking no, you'll never have any. The Honda Fit's the only car you see at an intersection and someone else a Honda Fit across from you. It's the only car you don't give like the what's up, like we're both doing great. You just both avoid eye contact and you're like, shit, this is what we look like? I drive it to work every day. People stare at me like I'm roller skating. My Honda Fit says it goes 140 miles per hour. Just imagine the guy laughing who put that sticker up. I go over 30. I feel like I'm on Apollo 13 re-entering the atmosphere. It's such a piece of shit. You guys know, if you're passed on in front of a campfire that you built, like your own campfire, your own tent and everything, after like two hours, they'll, uh, they'll kick you out of Bass Pro Shop. I hate that joke too. Thanks. Thanks one person. I appreciate it. Hey, well, this is for a good cause. We're raising money. Give it up for that. I, uh, I'm single, so I'm on these dating sites. Anyone here meet on a dating site? Anyone on them? Well, you are? Which one? All of them? That's spreading a wide net. Trying to catch something? Yeah, you just do whatever's free, right? It's like, uh, yeah, you're trying to find true love, but you're not trying to pay $6 a month. It's like your son grows up. How'd you meet mom? Oh, she was free. I moved my thumb a millimeter to the right, and now I have to pay for your fucking college. What a great investment. I was on one site. It sounded pretty good. It was called 23andMe. Found out later, yeah, it's a DNA. I thought it was a dating site. I signed up. They're like, fill this cup with all your DNA. I'm like, this is moving a bit fast. (laughs) Take me out to brunch first. I like Bumble, though. Bumble's my favorite because that's uh, that's when the girls have to message you first, supposedly. (laughs) I haven't gotten to that part of the app yet. I'm getting pretty lazy with it. I just put peanut butter all over my phone now and have my dog do all the swiping. (laughs) I got like three dates out of it, but they were all dogs. They were actual canines. I didn't know that was an option. All right, I guess I'll end on that. Thank you guys very much. I'm James Hamilton. Give it back to Eric. Thank you. Oh, should I get off? Just get off? Oh, okay. <laughs> How long is this show? <laughs> so, uh, fun fact I turn 23 tomorrow. Yeah. Thank you. I wish I was turning 73. <laughs> I'm so jealous of old people. Seriously, I am. 
Because as an old person, all you have to do is sit on the couch, get junked up on the legal Percocet for your bum hip, and not receive calls from your grandchildren. That's it. (laughs) I would give anything to spend every day just letting shopping channels in the news broil my already Vicodin-addled brain. (laughs) I can't wait to be so old that I can't drive anymore. Because then I have a... Then I have an excuse to get out of everything. Hey, want to go see my buddy John play the flamenco guitar in Newton? Sorry, Doc says I can't drive. Oh, we'll drive you. I'm high. Click. (laughs) All right, so apparently I'm not just a comedian. I'm also an advertiser. Uh, I'm going to add that to my bill, Tom, by the way. Uh, Let's give a shout-out to our sponsors, uh, McLean Real Estate, Century 21 in Methuen, and Marson & Son Construction. Thank you very much. We appreciate you. All right, let's bring up our next comedian. Uh, This guy, I've known him for a while. He's very funny. Uh, Please give it up for Mr. Phil Sullivan. Very funny. Is this the right one? Did I pick up? Yeah? They both work. I'm sorry. Is this working? I just ruined that whole fucking thing. You did. We won't hold it against you. You're fine. Uh, Eric, nice to see you again. I appreciate you inviting me out. Uh, I've been up since around 2.30 a.m. this morning. And beforehand, I, I, uh, I came to Dunks. And then, if you know, you guys love Dunks, right? I'm sure we're Massachusetts, New Hampshire, New England. Don't clap for Dunkin' Donuts, please. Don't clap for Dunkin' Donuts. Because you know what? We're not loyal to the company. We're loyal to the individual store. We don't migrate out of that. We don't go to a different Dunks across the street because we'll know they'll mess up the order. Anyway, I was at Dunks and I saw these two women fighting. Well, I'm not a biologist. I don't know. But I'm trying to do some topical humor. And uh, anyway, these two women were fighting, right? And it must have been like whoever cut in line, someone was first. And the argument got heated enough to the point one of the women takes off her shoes Throws it at the other lady's head. Now, she gets hit. She goes down, and she looks hurt, right? She looks like she needs some help. So me being the kind of guy that I am, I run over, and I smell the shoe real quick. (sighs) Kids at home, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. People like toes. What can I say? Uh, Yeah, so that happened. Aliens kind of scare me. I think there's a couple in here. I mean, this is New Hampshire. I don't know if you guys are packing heat. I don't want to offend you. You know what I mean? But uh, I just can't imagine looking at another sentient life form that's looking back at you with the same wonder, the same curiosity, except it wants to finger you with something. You know, aliens probia, they go through the back door. How big is it? Just like the size of a pinky? You know what I'm talking about, the pinky move? Does it vibrate? I don't know. You know, like, I feel like if that were to ever happen to me and an alien would come into my room, I'd feel like uh, a wife that's been married for 20 years. Like, I'm too tired. I got a headache. I can't right now. Can I have a glass of wine first? I guess I can't talk about aliens uh, raping me, but that's fine. We'll move on. Uh, My grandmother passed away recently uh, during the pandemic, not from COVID, but uh, she choked on a lozenge. And yeah, it was tough. 
It was tough. She had a house in Somerville, single family, so we made out well. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, wakes are weird. The strangest thing at a wake is people would come up, they'd come up to the casket, they'd view the body, you know, pay their respects, and then they'd come up to the family after and say, she looks good. <laughs> she looks good? She looks dead. You should have seen her last week when she was baking snickerdoodle cookies. What do you mean she looks good? I don't know what the mortician did to her, but her, her face is like pulled back like she died in a skydiving accident. Flash frozen like a chicken nugget. And then, and then I was looking at her. And she had fucking, I'm like, maybe she does look good. And I was just... just yeah. Oh, yep. Yeah. Yep. Lozenge. Lozenge, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's been tough for the whole family, you know, so. Yeah, thank you for coming. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I never motorboarded my dead grandmother. Uh, I did it just above the bosom. I don't know. She had, she had fucking a rack on her, let me tell you. I'm so sorry, kids at home. I totally forgot this is a thing for children. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I can, you know, when I die, I don't want to go to a mortician. I, I'm Irish. I got a schmeckle. You know what I mean? I got the Irish acorn. And I got hemorrhoids. I don't want to push them in and trying to get me ready. I just, I think cemeteries are a waste of space, you know? And God bless you if you have loved ones who are in cemeteries, you like to go visit them. I get that. But no one's there. Save your gas is what I'm saying. No one's, are you going to go talk to a gravestone? Hi, Ma, how you doing? <laughs> the kids are doing well. I don't know. People, like, when they go to a cemetery, they feel like they're Long Island medium, like everything has a secret message for them. You know, they go and a bird flies by. Oh, my God, that's my mother. That cardinal. That's my mom. Have you guys ever heard that? The cardinal, like, it's your... Maybe I should rewrite that one. No. Um, it, it's, really, it's, really, uh, it's really fun to be here. I'm appreciative. You know, we're helping out kids... And uh, how much donations? Did you say 20,000 so far? We're at, uh, we'll give you an exact number. Yeah. Thank you. 22,000, folks. And it's a good thing because you know what? I know you're not clapping for me, but it feels like it. Um, 22, that's, that's a great thing, you know, because I'm kind of a cynic and I'm going to get real for a second. I don't know if this country's going in the right direction, in my opinion, and I think, it sounds so fucking cliche, but I think the children are the future of our country. I really do, and yeah, for you guys to give them and help out and, and help them get an education, because you know what? We're in dire straits right now. We used to be, we used to be a great country, and we still are to some degree, but you look back at November of, or uh, uh, July, rather, of 1969, we sent the Saturn V rocket up and put a man on the moon. 
The, the entire world watched that as the rocket shot up into the sky, jaws dropped, and thought to themselves, holy shit, America did it. it wasn't real. The moon landing wasn't real. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, it was great for TV. I don't know. That's going to be it for me tonight. Thank you guys for listening to my ramblings. Um, I'm going to give it back to your host, Eric Spagnoli. Thank you again. Thank you, Phil. Appreciate you being here. Uh, I got a puppy recently. Yes, I did. Uh, we named him after the greatest quarterback in Patriots history. That's right. We named him Mac Bones. <laughs> I, uh, I got a puppy for the same reason all of us are here tonight. I didn't have much going for me at the time. You know, <laughs> no, I was depressed. I was very depressed, but uh, I live with my family. Now, my dad and my brother were on board. I just had to convince my mom. So I said, Mom, you know, I've been having a really hard time lately. I think a puppy could really help me out. She goes, I'm sorry. You're just going to have to deal with your problems some other way. Said, okay, can we have an open and honest discussion about my feelings? She said, what kind of puppy do you want? <laughs> All right, let's bring up our next comedian to the stage. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Lloyd Legacy Sharp. Thank you. So let me tell you something, Salem, New Hampshire. Finally, we're taking smoking and shopping to the top of the educational chart. So what you gonna do when that badass East Spags runs wild on you? Welcome to the affirmative action portion of the show. Uh, question. Have you ever not punched somebody in the face and then eight months later thought, maybe I should have? Not making a statement, just asking questions. Such as, F. Mary Kill. Word association game or timeline of a toxic relationship? <laughs> Not making a statement. Just asking questions. Um, 69. Popular play act or great summer? <laughs> Not making a statement. Just asking questions. It was once proposed to me by uh, Jill Scott that uh, white women were stealing the brothers. As far as I know, that's not how stealing works. Inanimate objects are usually the victim of stealing. Is Jill Scott trying to claim that we are inanimate objects? That's not a statement. Just asking questions. And to be fair, let's, let's, let's humor that argument, right? Because some of you 
Almost all of you will know this. White people. <laughs> At one time, y'all used to own us, ladies. Let's say that Jill Scott is correct. Are you stealing or just taking back what's yours? <laughs> Not making a statement. Just asking questions. Children. Why? What's the point? At this current stage of society, why bother? Oh, I'm making a statement now. Look, I know what you're probably thinking. Oh, great. Another tall guy that hates kids. Which is not fair. I'm not even that tall. And kids are fine, okay? They're like, they're like drugs. If you live in Lawrence, Massachusetts. You might like having them around, but do you want any in your house? You have to look at somebody and say, yeah, these are mine. <laughs> what have children who can't decide whether they want to be here or not done to deserve this? institute an international embryonic poll, go find bellies, and find out how the children of tomorrow feel about dealing with overpriced healthcare, divisive politics, and people who thought that the human centipede wasn't that bad. All I'm saying is before you have children, think of the children. I have. That's why I don't have any. I'm doing my part. I've been practicing virginism for the past 36 years. So in four years, I'll be the perfect candidate for the 40-year-old version sequel. <laughs> Cultural reverse edition. We're back. He's black, and he's kept it all in a sack. <laughs> the downside is I'm terrible at dirty talk. If you ask me what I think of 69, my response will be, great summer. <laughs> I feel like it's a good time to address the elephant in the room. Because I'm very well aware of the fact that I am currently the whitest sounding person in New Hampshire. <laughs> While being darker than Kurt Cobain's innermost thoughts. Which sounds racist, but it's just self-awareness. Don't be fooled. I'm only half black. I'm also part Spanish. For the purposes of this environment, a spick and span tan man, if you will. And if you will, please don't. It's why I'll never visit the White House no matter who's in charge. I'm half afraid I'm going to get shot on the lawn and half afraid I'm going to have to mow it. <laughs> it's not a good day in D.C. In closing, a few background notes. I come to you as a native of Dorchester, Massachusetts. And I don't live there anymore because I wanted to live long enough to say that. And for people who take offense to that kind of talk, they think I'm taking a dig at the dot, I like to remind them of where I live now because it makes them feel better. I am sandwiched somewhere between Northeastern University and MIT at the corner of Remember Where You Came From and Karma. Pocket card having yard. <laughs> Nonsense. There is no such thing as available parking in Cambridge, Massachusetts. There are two rules of parking in my neighborhood. You either can't or you don't. Now I miss Dorchester. To be a place to park your car in Dorchester. 
Might not be there the next morning. <laughs> but there'd be a place to park it. Small victories matter. While living in Dorchester, I did learn a thing or two. Thing. By design. America spent a lot of time, resources, and MTV music video money trying to convince me that pimping ain't easy. Who knew? You know what else isn't easy? Being pimped. But nobody talks about that side of the labor dispute. Which is why I walk around in colors like this, standing in front of a stage on a microphone, apologizing to women everywhere for the fact that we as men exist. I'm not proud of it. I think nature screwed up by making straight women attracted to men. Hey, straight women, screw you. No, not in the way that you want. I don't believe that being gay is a choice, but I do believe that if you're a straight woman, it should have been an option. <laughs> yep, I said that. In closing, here's a couple of things that I've recognized when I walk through life looking like this and sounding like you. It's terrible that I can get up here and say whatever I want, and it's fine. It's not fair, but it's fine. I look black enough to get away with it, but I sound white enough to make you listen. And here's the one I'm going to leave you with before I leave, because he's not pulling me off stage yet. <laughs> one more note about children. Uh, I was one once. We said dumb things like, uh, I want to grow up. Didn't work out well for us. But now that I am an adult and I've been here a while, people tell me that I'm wise beyond my years. I was here before The Simpsons and Fresh Prince. I have no years to be wise beyond. But I have been around long enough to know that uh, Santa Claus, stop enabling him. You are allowing him to get away with voyeurism. And if you don't believe me, listen to the song. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. That's not normal. <laughs> Call the authorities! <laughs> For goodness sake. And stop singing nursery rhymes to your kids. You'd sing them songs about a child in a tree falling literally from the cradle to the grave and wonder why they can't sleep at night. Rockabye baby on the treetop. When the wind blows, the cradle will rock. And you wonder why I have no children. Because at this day and age, right now, I think in 20 years, the children that I don't have will thank me. I've been Lloyd Legacy Sharp. Thank you very much. All right, well, I'm going to spare you the rest of my dick and shit jokes and uh, just thank our sponsors uh, before I hand it over to our next comedian. Uh, EIS Investigations and Gun Training. Tom, do they teach you how to shoot yourself in the head? Okay. Borelli's Deli in Methuen. That might be the place where I shoot myself in the head. Um, <laughs> Tomo and Happy Crab in Salem, New Hampshire. My crabs are not happy. Um, 
Clear Path for Veterans, New England, Sullivan Insurance in Methuen, Lazy River Products in Drakeit. Thank you all very much for sponsoring this event. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And now allow me to welcome our final comedian of the night. Uh, this kid is insanely talented. Uh, please give it up, ladies and gentlemen, for Mr. Sam Rossi. Hey, uh, how we doing? How we doing? Good. Oh, okay, scattered. All right. Uh, guys, when this started, we were at $22,000. Since the comedians have started performing, we are at $22,011. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up. Keep those wallets open. People's futures are at stake. Oh, my God. Dude, if I knew I was the guy who was raising my scholarship money, I would attack me. Oh, I feel awful right now. I'm such an underqualified person to do this. It's for the, but it's for the future, people. Keep, keep that money rolling in. Anyway, that was a terrible way to start. Anyway, uh, does anyone have a job where you drive around? All right, no, that's okay. You know what driving is. You can relate. <laughs> I used to have one of those jobs, but I had to quit, you know, because uh, what happened was I was driving around one day doing my job, right? I look over to my right, and there's this crowd of people screaming in, in high volume. So I, so I pull over the car to see what it is. I get out. I walk over. And all of a sudden, some dude rear-ends my car. And that's not even the crazy part. Like, the crazy part is after that, two people rear-ended him. And then third and fourth. And it was, it was chaos. It was insane. And, and I never want to drive again. So I... I don't work for NASCAR anymore. <laughs> uh, I do work at Domino's right now, and uh, I'm not the best Domino's employee, but I'm certainly not the worst, you know? But I have, uh, I have trouble with the phone at Domino's, you know? Because people call Domino's for two reasons. They either want to A, order food, or B, uh, complain about food that has not arrived yet. And, uh, and I'm not great on picking up on when that is happening. So I'll be, I'll be standing here, right? The phone's right there. It'll ring. I'll go, hi, thank you for calling Domino's. Will this be carryout or delivery? And the guy goes, yeah, I ordered a small cheese pizza about an hour ago. Sweet. You are all set. <laughs> uh, oh, do you guys see that there's a full moon the other night? Did anybody see it? It was cool. I don't usually keep track of that stuff. I only remember because I, uh, I was walking around with my friend Kyle, right? Uh, we were out uh, walking around. All of a sudden, Kyle looks up. He sees the full moon, and his, and his eyes start to bug out a little bit. He, start, he starts shaking. You know, he starts convulsing. And all of a sudden, he, he transforms into a 250,000-square-foot building. Yeah, yeah no, it was, it was insane. It was crazy. I had, I had no idea that Kyle was was a warehouse. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but, yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I got a call from a buddy of mine the other night, and he was telling me about a statistic that really spooked him, right? And the statistic said that the average human in their lifetime will accidentally eat seven spiders in their sleep. Yeah, it said that while you're sleeping, a spider will crawl into your mouth and you'll accidentally swallow it whole because you're asleep. 
And this will happen roughly seven times in your life. But what? Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> uh, that will happen roughly seven times in your life. And my buddy told me this. He's like, man, isn't that the scariest thing you've ever heard? And I was like, nah, man, that's not very frightening at all. I mean, don't get me wrong. It would be really scary if you were a spider. Because <laughs> you'd get eaten. And <laughs> uh, I'm a, you know what? I'll just do this now. I'm a bit of a roast comic, so if I could just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna roast one person. It's gonna be, it's gonna be quick. It's, it's quick. All right. Uh, I need, I just need one person to roast. You know what's, uh, what's, uh, uh, what, what's, what's your name, ma'am? Oh. Uh, Look at the peace. Uh, look, look, where, calm, calm down. Where, where are you from, peace? Lowell. <laughs> we'll come back to this. We'll come circle around. Uh, I wish my phone was consistent with me, you know, but it isn't. It keeps every once in a while. It treats me like an adult who can fix computers. And I, I never understand it. Like, does your phone ever reach out to you? Like, Hey man, you got to back up the iCloud. It's like, Hey man, eight minutes ago, you helped me spell restaurant. <laughs> what is an iCloud? <laughs> Uh, I took my mom to see the uh, to see the Many Saints of Newark uh, when that movie came out because it was a prequel to Sopranos, and we were both fans of the Sopranos. And it was Mother's Day, so I thought I'd take my mom to see it. And uh, fun fact about the Many Saints of Newark that's that's how I learned that Newark was a place. And uh, I know you're thinking, well, Sam, you just said you're a fan of the Sopranos. I mean, that's a that's a show that takes place in Newark. I mean. Surely you didn't watch six seasons of The Sopranos thinking that people from Newark pronounce New York as Newark. I mean, that would be... That'd be a crazy thing to believe for years. Surely you didn't tell your friends you knew New Jersey slang. That would be... That would be wild. Uh, You know what? It's close enough to that time of year. I'll tell a Christmas joke. Here goes. Here's a... Here's a joke about Christmas. I like Christmas. I feel like I would like it a lot more if I was a Christmas tree salesman. It feels like around that time of year, Christmas tree sales really skyrocket. (laughs) If you're a Christmas tree salesman and it's not December, your life is horrible. (laughs) You can't sell Christmas trees in July. So what some Christmas tree salesmen end up doing is they end up shipping Christmas trees to the small European country of Luxembourg, which is the only country in the world that celebrates Christmas on May 7th. Uh, But the majority choose not to do this. And I know you're thinking, well, of course you don't sell Luxembourg. I mean, Luxembourg's not in the Ardennes Forest. That's like, it's like trying to sell snow in the North Pole. (laughs) But that's actually not the reason. So if you could just listen, then I'll, I'll get to it. It's actually because in 1976, the U.S. and Luxembourgian governments got into a small scuffle, and 
Long story short, it's completely illegal for the U.S. and Luxembourg to trade natural resources. Uh, so you could sell Christmas trees to Luxembourg, but that would be treason. <laughs> okay, you guys are cool. <laughs> that joke, it did it tonight, but that joke could kill momentum like, like nothing. <laughs> Uh, all right, I'll do, I'll do, I'll do two more, and I'll get out of here. Uh, so I, uh, I'm not, I don't agree with crazy straws. I don't, I don't think they're crazy. Bendy a little bit, twisty even, but not, not crazy. Like I've only seen one crazy straw in my life, and that was one time on the way home from Domino's. Right, I was on the bus, and there was this weird looking like purple kind of teal colorish like straw leaned up against one of the seats. And, uh, and this guy walks by, and as he walks by, the, the, the straw jumped up and said, Bigfoot's real, and stabbed him. And that was, that was a crazy straw. That, was, that straw was a menace. That was, that was nuts. Uh, I'll do this one, and I'll head out. Uh, so not too long ago, I, I was in high school. A couple years ago, I was in high school. And uh, one thing that, that's strange about high school is they try to teach you about anti-bullying. Uh, but they're not allowed to because they, they can't say don't bully people. So they have to teach you with short films. It's a very weird thing high schoolers go through today. You have to watch a lot of short films. Like I remember I had to watch, I had to watch a movie about the ugliest woman in the world to learn about anti-bullying. It was a one, it was a two hour film called the ugliest woman in the world. It was two hour film about the ugliest woman in the world. It was, it was ridiculous. It was horrible. It was so bad. It's on YouTube for free. The title of the movie was Peace from Lowell. Oh! <laughs> roast. I can't make eye contact with her because I feel bad, but roast. All right, my name is Sam Ross. So you guys are wonderful. <laughs>
That's pretty good. I got to give it to you. Yeah. Although it's kind of ironic coming from a guy with pierced ears, so. <laughs> uh, I really got nothing else. You, you're with the big boys now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want to do this either. I'm just, I'm just trying to fill our time. How much time we got? We got 40 minutes. You can take up half the show if you want. <laughs> oh, okay. So, I love how you wore the exact outfit as every trash Boston guy that I've ever met. It's yes. like the Bruins jersey. It's the backwards hat. I feel like you're going to be asking me for money in the parking lot after I leave here today. Most it's likely. Like, Most likely. <laughs> I used to work next to South Station, so I, I, believe me, I know. Yes. Do you know any chimney jokes? Chimney? Chimney jokes. Chimney. Yeah, I got a whole stack of them. The first one's on the house. Okay. <laughs> Am I having a stroke? I didn't understand that. Did you have a stroke when you were saying that? I thought you said chimney jokes. Chimney. 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 What the fuck are you trying to say to me right now? <laughs> this is fun. We uh, speak English in this country soon. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm from Australia, and then even I know that's not how you say that word. <laughs> Sorry. All right, Lloyd's going to come up, and he's going he's gonna to try to roast Mr. Right. Spagnoli. Uh, Lloyd's, Lloyd's too nice. Oh, hey, Jay, thank you very much, man. That took a lot. There you go. Right, I thought you... I, I thought you you successful, educated, <laughs> over the top with your freaking ability to get things done, but don't believe in yourself, so it's a problem when you try to do things and people say that you do things that you say you can't do. Lying ass, talented bastard. Are you sure your virginity is a choice? Yes. <laughs> in fact, in fact, there are three girls in Massachusetts who won't talk to me anymore because I turned them down because I didn't want to do that to them. Whereas you, if, if you if you weren't involved and, and, and loyal like you like you are, could be getting anything you want. And you can and you can you look at me, ask me, if, why are you worried about what I'm getting? You have one of ours. What, what's that bell for, by the way? I meant to ask you. I'm not Wait, wearing a bell. For. No, the one you brought on stage. What's that for? Uh, I won it in a video game competition. Oh, I, I thought it was like some ladies wrestling match competition. I, <laughs> oh, oh, you're trying to say, you're trying to say I'm a woman. You're trying to say I'm a woman. You're trying to say I'm a woman. So, so okay. Look, so you want me to be? You want me to be mean? Is that it? You want me? You want me to cut? You want me to hurt you? Yes, please. I already did enough of it tonight, but you know, feel free to to add to it. Why are you calling me a woman when you walk around with that hairline? I don't even know what your hair looks like. Every time I've seen you, you've been wearing that ridiculous fucking bandana. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's only ridiculous enough to, re to match the rest of my clothes. What's your excuse? What? I, I know. I got skinny jeans on. No, 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 no. You don't match. Your, your color's all up. Your, 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 your watch, it's, it's darker than I am. And then your, your, your shoes are whiter than you. <laughs> Okay, maybe you do match. Maybe that's fair. Maybe you do. But here's the thing: you got him standing over there. You got him standing you got right him there. Up. Let's, let's do and, it. And, and, the and, and the best you can do is accuse me of making a choice that I blatantly came up here and told everybody was a choice. You're pointing out the obvious. 
Now, here's the thing. You're yeah, right. You're never going to be cast in that sequel. I'm sorry. Hey, do you, do you, you, know, you, know, you know what sequel I'm also going to be cast in? The next Maury episode. <laughs> All right. Let, let's, have, uh, let's run through the gauntlet a little bit. Sam, if you want to come up. Phil, you got something for me. Before, come before you come up here. I started off basically telling you how great you are. You knew this was going to go well. Take off those fingerless gloves. We know you're not using those fingers for anything. <laughs> hey, guys, fun fact. If, Eric, if Eric's here right now, that means that somewhere under a rainbow, there is an unprotected pot of gold up for the grabbing. <laughs> <laughs> you look like Jesus if he failed his mission. <laughs> you look like Jesus, his pothead brother that never amounted to anything, you know? So God just gave up, to, gave up on him. Hey, hey Eric, did you, did you hear the one about the idiot who had to end the charity event? And so he said, go up and roast me. <laughs> It's called right now. <laughs> uh, I wish I had uh, thought of that. <laughs> so what, what do you do when you're not working at Domino's? Uh, not much. <laughs> this. Clearly. I know that. I can see that. <laughs> Work it out. <laughs> Wait, how, how old are you again? Uh, 18. Oh. For most people, that would be a big age. That would be a big birthday, 18th. But I guess you don't, you don't have to worry. <laughs> oh, he's finished. All right. Uh, <laughs> that wasn't good. I'll, Phil, give you that. I'll give you that. All right, that was a good one. That was a good one. Okay, I guess that's all I got, man. <laughs> James is shying away. He's just eating his pizza in the back, trying to chill. Let's... Uh, let's... <laughs> Do we want to do some topics and just, you know, shoot the shit? You know what I'm saying, guys? What's up? Yeah? Yeah, so what are we at right now for the, for the total of donations? Anybody donate while they were... Uh... We got $100 donation. Wow. Wow. Was that your mother? And it went to me. That went to you? <laughs> um, let's, just, uh, let's just ramble. You know what I mean? Anybody want to shoot out something to talk about? Could be current events. Could be if you're itchy. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if we could. We could talk about uh, Mr. Joseph Biden on Facebook. It's not cool to make fun of people with disabilities, Tom. I don't think you understand the the passage of time with Joe Biden, and the passage of time measures to putting the wires in the ground. For the children. You look like you haven't understood <laughs> anything in like 10 years. Did no one see Kamala Harris just have a gaffe the other day? Am I the only one? I'm sorry. The answer what? to that would be yes, clearly. I'm just going to slide out of frame real let's, quick. Uh, because... no, let's not talk about Kamala. I really, I, I don't know anything about politics. I like to do a little bit of blow. No, I mean, if I, if I want to know something about politics, I go to you. So... So you know nothing. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't believe in absolutely anything. I don't think anything is real. I took a ton of acid, and I'm convinced that this is all just some sort of mirage. But 
I wouldn't ask me anything sort of political, anything spiritual. You're the one who brought it up. Yeah. No, I said no. I, I, sure I was. Nobody asked you at all. You just started. Why did Elvis die? Why did he still alive? No, because you, because someone shouted out Joe Biden, and I wanted to transition that away from Joe Biden. Because I don't know, like, what, what are these kids thinking? And their parents, like, maybe they're Democrats, and maybe someone's like, oh, I'm not going to say send any money because they're talking smack about my candidate. I'm just trying to get out of here before Tom starts cutting eye holes in his pillowcase, you know? <laughs> What's your name, sir? Ricky? How are you? I'm doing, I'm doing fantastic. Um, That's it. You just wanted to know how Ricky was doing. Yeah, no. I'm just, you got a lot up there, buddy. Um, this guy back, back here means business. He's got the earbuds in. He's looking across the room at someone. I don't know. I don't know what he's planning. Uh, sir, are you packing heat right now? Are you? No, heat. Is there going to be a hit in here? I don't know. The cigar smoke. I don't know what's going on. There's some guineas in the corner over there talking smack. <laughs> I shouldn't have. Said, they're gonna follow me to my Welcome car. To I was gonna say, how many people are you trying to get to fight you after this in the parking lot? No, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Phil just got off cocaine, everybody. That's cool. <laughs> Whoa, hey, hey, hey. Let's not talk about Clearly, that. I, th only... I think you should go back on for the sake of your comedy career, man. It... He only tried it that one time for that nine time. years. Yes, yes. It was, it's an amazing. Listen, if you guys never done cocaine, I truly recommend it. Um, because it's amazing. You can drive home right after, and you're sober. After seven shots, yeah, yeah, Lloyd. Do you like Coke? And three months later, you find yourself in Salem, New Hampshire, <laughs> doing the show. <laughs> okay. Would anybody here like to hear a true story about my experience in Quincy, Massachusetts? Sure. Okay. <laughs> All of there's just one lady like, sure. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. This will take up some time. Now, thank you, Phil. Now, true story. In Boston, Massachusetts, we have this thing called the MBTA. It is the most necessary inconvenience in the history of mankind. So I'm sitting on McGrath Highway waiting for a bus. Somebody else sits next to me waiting for a bus. Kind of the, you know, the porcelain persuasion I'm surrounded by right now. And so uh, he, he says to me, you know, we're, we're both sitting there, and he says to me, Hey, bro, you know where I can find some hard... Some what? Some hard. <laughs> Some hard. That's the problem. I don't speak narcotics. Is Dr. Drew going to come out of the back room like, welcome to your intervention? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I don't speak narcotics. So I don't know what he's talking about. I look at him and I said the same thing he just did. I don't know. Where, what are you talking about? Oh, come on, bro. You got to know where I can find some hard. I'm telling a story here. Hold on. <laughs> this happened. I'm not even making to. this up. This happened on McGrath Highway in Quincy, Massachusetts. So after he's asking me this question for something that I don't know what he's talking about, he, I, I stand up in broad daylight and at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, I say to him, and I shouldn't have done this, but I said to him, look, this is not the 1930s. People like you cannot tell people like me what we have to do anymore. 
And no matter what you think his response was, you're going to be surprised. Oh, man, you're absolutely right, man. You're absolutely right. As a matter of fact, that whole thing in the 30s, that was all my fault, man. That was my fault. But you survived, bro. You survived. You survived. No, put the phone away, bro. You survived. You survived. Up top, you survived. You survived. I wish I wrote that. It happened. And here's why I'm not mad about it. Because, sure, sitting down and asking me for stuff may seem like, a, like disrespectful, but you know what happened? He stuck the landing. Single-handedly take responsibility for the oppression of my people. The hell with any candidate. That guy, 2024. I love how I was like, this crowd loved every comedian by themselves. Why don't we get them all up here at the same time? <laughs> this is a great idea. I just want to say, like, can you, can you imagine being like, like, like a high school kid? Like, you're, 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 you're like, man, I'll, I guess I'll ch- check the Facebook stream to see, like, <laughs> how my scholarship's going. Like, <laughs> it's just like the four of us up here, like, your little face is in the corner, like... <laughs> Poor, poor, these poor kids, like yeah. they look like they they didn't know this was gonna happen. They, <laughs> At the end of this, somehow they anybody. end up owing money. Like, yeah, that <laughs> uh, this is uh, this is insanity. We should we should uh, we should. How, how are you guys feeling? Do you guys want to head out? Do you guys want to? What's going on? A few more minutes. All right. Yeah, I'd like to plug my next show. By the way, it'll be on uh, Methadone Mile. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, what about you, Phil? What are you doing? Are you, are you questioning reality still? Oh, my God. That, that plane left a long time ago. <laughs> I, I'm not even here. Like, I'm in a dream, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm in a nightmare. So <laughs> I'm, I'm twisted. Um, I no, had no you... idea what was going to happen when I just went up here. I was like, I'm just going to have somebody come up and roast me. Jay, thank you seriously for getting this whole, <laughs> this whole ball rolling. <laughs> it's all thanks to you. I was getting ready to just cut my losses and, and run back to Burlington. But, yeah. Where's James Hamilton? Did he abandon us? Is he back there? He took Jay- one look at this and he was like, I'm not going to be part of this. James, are you, are you coming up here to say something? Sure. Yeah, in about a month. <laughs> Just to, uh, you look like you're heading out. Did you go skiing recently? I feel like there's a, a connection to be made between Sam and uh, James here. Like, are you the one from Domino's texting him at like 3 a.m.? Do you want this pizza? <laughs> that dick pic was unnecessary. <laughs> she got a bigger laugh than all of us did, by the Sorry. way. Sorry. <laughs> next night, year so. I'll come up and put you to shame. <laughs> Thank you. We'll oh, have no. you open next time. <laughs> Not everyone who wears a winter jacket just went skiing. You fucking moron. <laughs> oh. see this? Forgot I had those on. <laughs> Neshoba Valley, that's where my budget's at. It's a great mountain. You guys go to that mountain. Okay. <laughs> a lot of powder there. Did it look like Phil sneezed all over the mountain? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I, are we going to get in trouble like by the parents or something for talking about Coke and talking about... Probably. No? Where is this? This is posted to Facebook. What group is it posted in? It's on my page in the Valley Okay, so a bunch of and cops are watching boys. this. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. yeah. They'll meet you in the parking lot afterwards also. Folks, I support the police. Um, 
Blue Lives Matter. I do not buy eight balls of cocaine on the weekend. Um, bless your hearts, you know. Uh, what was your name again, Miss? Chrissy. Chrissy. It's, it's yeah. a pleasure to meet you. Uh, I didn't think I formally met you yet. No. Are you the producer here? I am. Can we have a camera on you as well? Like, you cannot. You could be like Robin from Howard Stern. No, I'm, I'm, the, Not, I'm the disembodied voice. Listen, I already got plenty of cam girls working for me. It's okay. I don't need another one. Jeez. You guys don't go to like those like OnlyFans pages and like have them rate how small your penis is? Am I the only one? Show me their soles or their feet or something and like wiggle it in the camera and call me a piggy? I knew I knew you from somewhere. No. Oh, yeah. Are you a size five? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just like you're 12 inches. <laughs> no, because I said, I said when I was up here, I got a schmeckle. That's why I don't want to go to the mortician. I'm aware of that. I'm Irish. I get it. It's okay. Right? Sure. Is it no, okay? Um, yeah. Ladies, Dude, I, I can wear a strap on. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I want to please you too. I want you to have fun. You know, it's it's okay. Dude, I've I've never listened to a podcast before. Is this what it is? is this this is, yes, this is what they all are. are these podcasts exactly. insanity. This goes on for like a whole hour. I'm happy I just didn't have to pay for someone to make fun of my penis size. That was You're the welcome. first. I will do it for free any day. Of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you how much money I spent doing that. And I just got it for free in front of everybody. My humiliation fetish right there. Oh, my God. This is a dream come true. All right. I just got to okay. say, the, funny, the funniest person of the night was the Bruins shirt guy. <laughs> it's, it's That chimney joke was fucking gold. He's over there getting stoned. He, does, he doesn't even know where he is right now. <laughs> I wish I was. He has that more fence, more sense than Phil. So that's uh, well, you know, that's not hard. But um, anyway, I want to thank you guys all for coming. Thank you guys for being here tonight. Um, I really appreciate it. Um, I appreciate the chance to be up here, um, trying to entertain you people. <laughs> And uh, thank you again, Tom, for putting this thing together. Really appreciate it. Right, and thank you, Chrissy, for, oh. thank you, Chrissy, for being the best comedian of the night. <laughs> you're welcome. Well, Eric, I want to let you know that um, I know you're a genius comedian. We've seen him a couple of times. And I want to let you know that um, we've raised exactly zero dollars tonight from this. That was my goal. I was actually going for negative. But, <laughs> but we do want to remind people that we have our Valley Patriot Charity Bash next uh, I keep saying next, right, because I feel like it's next week. It's in two weeks from tonight. It's uh, April 8th at the Firefighters Relief Inn. And if you come, Eric's going to do a, a couple of sets of his uh, comedy. It will be different Better? jokes. Won't from Sorry, won't it'll, come. it'll be different jokes from tonight. They'll actually be funny. <laughs> He's holding back all the good material for then. Uh, but I do want to thank sure. Eric. I want to thank all the comedians. Um, even though we didn't raise a lot of money tonight, you know, this is going to stay online. So people might pick it up later tonight. They might watch it tomorrow morning when they get up, when they go on Facebook, and they might contribute then. So we didn't raise any money live, but that doesn't mean anything because, like I said, in the last four weeks on Facebook, we raised $22,000, and that's a lot of money. So uh, I want to thank all you guys for coming. <laughs> And share this. If you are watching or listening, share and share alike. Spread say, the word. Say it again. I said everyone that's listening or watching, share, share this. 
Share yeah, everybody, around. please share this. If for you see this, cause. please share it on Facebook. We pre- and we appreciate all the comedians, really. I know you guys are doing this for free, and that's uh, important to me, although that's really only a few dollars less than what you get when you actually perform. So, um, so I want to thank Chrissy. I want to thank our sponsors. I want to thank Dave Garaflo, the owner of Two Guys Smoke Shop and Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Give them a big round of applause for letting us do this here. And even though we didn't raise, we, we didn't raise a lot of money tonight... I think this was a good success. I think these guys were, were really funny. And I'd like to do it again when it's not bash time and maybe promote it a little bit more, yeah. maybe get a few more sponsors, maybe raise money that way. Maybe the way to do it is to do it through sponsors. Yeah. So thank you, Eric. Thank you, everybody. I guess we can roll up Melvin Taylor. I'm going to Tomo for sushi uh, down the street because they're a, a sponsor of ours. So we're going to uh, go down to Tomo's for sushi. You guys are welcome to join us if you want. I want to also thank uh, Joe Solomon, my good friend. Give him a round of applause, boy. This guy... Always helps us. And I want to thank Stephanie, our, our uh, grocery girl, who brought us uh, uh, pizzas tonight. Also, just Solomon brought us pizzas tonight. Appreciate that. And everybody else who kicked in. Nancy for bringing ice. All that stuff. So it sounds like Melvin Taylor says we've got to go home. So go home already. Opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.